0: Hey, everybody. It's Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Uh, well, guess what? This week we go no guest. That's right. The band's back together, Brad and I, doing this one solo. Uh, it was a lot of fun. You know what? We love having guests, but when it's just uh, the Jew and the dwarf, uh, we just, <laughs> I don't know, we lock in. We get uh, we get really comfy and, and uh, really just... Fun making each other laugh and uh, and talking about all sorts of crazy shit. Uh, this episode was uh, particularly one of my favorites because it's just so silly and um, but but also real. We get, we got down to some some real shit and uh, and it's a lot of fun to listen to. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, some real quick announcements. Uh, please, if you haven't picked up a copy of my CD, Pop Tart Suicide, go to iTunes. Go to AdamRayTV.com. Um, Go to aboutlastnightpodcast.com to get it. And when you go to aboutlastnightpodcast.com, click on the Amazon banner and do your shopping through that banner. Because then we get a couple of coins from it. Uh, and, you know, we like coins because I'm Jewish. And Brad is is magical because his people, uh, leprechauns, they uh, they enjoy coins as well. Uh, so please pick up a copy of the album uh, If you haven't seen my Craig Ferguson set It's on my website Uh He mentions it He's like Pop dot suicide In his Scottish accent It was the shit Craig is the man uh, I hope to be back on there soon He was so generous to have me on And plug my CD um, If you want to see me in Las Vegas I am there tonight through Sunday At the Tropicana Headlining the Laugh Factory Uh, Shows are at 8.30 and 10.30 every night. Get your tickets at LaughFactory.com. It's Vegas, baby. My face and name is up on a marquee. Uh, As my friend texted me, he goes, man, Elvis, Sinatra, and now A-Ray. I was like, wow, dude. That's, uh, I mean, that's definitely not the order of people... That you think of when you think of Vegas, but shit, man, they had their names on marquees, and now I do, so I guess I am in that company. Not as far as, like, you know, being a uh, that successful of a performer, but, um, hey, if we're talking about just, you know, in the same group of, of marquee, uh, you know, people that have had marquees, yeah, I'm in that boat now, so suck it, Rita Rudner. Uh <laughs> Uh, if you're playing at home that's drink two every time I say suck at Rita Rudner on the intro Uh, Brad Williams uh, oh and you can find me on Twitter at Adam Ray Comedy go ahead and keep tweeting at us rate and subscribe to the podcast tell your friends give us a five star rating and comment on iTunes damn it because when you comment that's how we jump in the ranks and continue to get great guests we have so many dope guests coming up it's not even funny John Stamos is confirmed. Adam Carolla is confirmed. Doug Benson is confirmed. Working on some other dope people. Melissa McCarthy is confirmed to be on in July. Um, it, it, it's just—it's uh, a lot of fun. Adam Devine from Workaholics and Pitch Perfect and Modern Family. My homie who's taking on uh, taking me on the road with him to do all these colleges, which has been a blast. Um, he is coming back on after he finishes Pitch Perfect two and uh, season. Two of his stand-up comedy showcase show for Comedy Central, Adam Devine's House Party. Um, Anyway, that is it for me. Vegas, also, after Vegas, I'll be headlining the Punchline in Sacramento May 1st through the 4th. Uh, Get your tickets at adamraytv.com. Brad Williams, find him on Twitter at FunnyBrad.com. Uh, Brad's gonna be at the Moon Tower Comedy Festival in Austin, Texas. This is a big deal. That festival is getting bigger and bigger. He's a part of uh, a dope lineup of big time comics, and Brad is a part of that uh, elite group as well as he should be. He's a fucking powerhouse. Uh, if you haven't seen him live, you gotta do so. See him in Austin April 23rd through the 26th at the Moon Tower Comedy Festival, or May 1st through the 4th at the Funny Pone Funny. The Funny Pone. Yeah, the Funny Pwn. Po- what? That's not even. It's not even funny. It's not even a comedy club. The Funny Pone. All right. I should edit that out. The Funny Bone in Newport, Kentucky, May 1st through the 4th. they will also be at the Ventura Harbor Comedy Club, May 9th through the 11th. Um, And then, of course, I'll be with Brad at the Irvine Improv, May 22nd through the 25th. Get your tickets at improv.com. Oh, and I filled in for Adam Carolla on the Adam Carolla Dr. Drew podcast last week. You can hear those episodes of me and Dr. Drew uh, hanging out, talking, getting real, April 24th and April 27th at adamanddrewshow.com. I think that is it. That is it. Please enjoy this episode. Brad Williams, Adam Ray. The band's back together, yeah, reunited, and it feels so good. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a juice, so why don't you sit down and listen to our no podcast during lunch, dinner, or breakfast? Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you any time of the day. So come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night.
1: Yeah, mm, girl. Feeling that? Oh, I'm feeling that. You know what that means. What does that mean, girl? That means there's no guest today, Adam Ray. Oh, shit. I want a team. Yeah. <laughs> that means it's just you, me, and the candles, Adam Ray. <laughs> oh, God. Mm-hmm. I want a No one coming in here me. to promote no Shh. movies? Shh. Okay, and okay, I okay, okay. Let Keith Sweat do talking, man. Keep do your thing, boy. I want your body.
0: <laughs> oh, all right. All right. Now it's getting awkward. Yeah, now it's getting weird. Now it's getting awkward. You were setting the mood, and now you're making it super uncomfortable. Listen,
1: I love I love your music. I love what you do. But big fan of your music. But, but when I have an erection alone in a room with my buddy with, can, with, with, with candles lit, it gets a wee bit awkward. It gets a little
0: awkward. That's uh, right. Um, but uh, I'll tell you what's not awkward. <laughs> Being back uh, with no guest. We haven't done this in... I don't know. Two months or something? God, it's been a while. But it, we've also, but you know, with good reason. We had um, uh, a plethora of amazing, great guests, including this moth who has just come back from the dead from the, oh ben, my Jig- God. From the ben Jiggly episode. Wow. He's back.
1: <laughs> it happens. He's like, you know what? Fuck that. You're, you're going you're, you're to have a guest, <laughs> it's going to happen. I don't care. <laughs> uh, find a way to talk to me, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it's not like sure. When we have great guests, it's always fun to to interview people. And, well, yeah, you're and, and not going to turn down and learn things. Bob Saget or sure, uh, yeah. or um, I mean, how great how great was Ron Funches? Ron Funches, Jesus, just, just, just being just being smiley. That
0: was one of my favorites.
1: Like a black Stay Puffed marshmallow man. <laughs> You just wanted, to, or maybe just a Stay puff Marshmallow Man. If he, if he, if he's a little extra crispy, sure. It uh, he, he,
0: he was just fun. Yeah, yeah. He was he was great, and uh, and our buddy Brent Mooren also from uh, from the show Undateable, which I can't which I can't wait to see. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's nice to be back for this one. We did do a hundredth episode, by the way. Some of you uh, were hitting us up like, "Hey, you guys have gotten to a hundred. Where's like where's the special hundredth episode?" And we well, did one. Well, we did one. But uh, we're not going to release it. At- You know, at the hundredth, like as the hundredth. That would be too easy. Yeah. yeah. That would make too much sense. We're going to go ahead and hold on to it because of, may or may not, because of technical difficulties. We we have it. We recorded it. It went great. We did it at Flappers, Mm Yoohoo Room. We had a special guest, Polly Shore. Yeah. Or somebody who sounds very much like him. Sure. Uh, (laughs) But uh, yeah, that episode will be out next week and and get ready to enjoy the, the first live episode. It won't be the last. No, uh,
1: we're, we're going to do some more. I know uh, Flappers liked it. Uh, they, they called me recently and said we want to we, we have more of those. So we will be doing more live episodes at Flappers. So you can see, as uh, the great Adam Carolla said, uh, come see how the fudge is packed. <laughs> you could uh, come, come check us out live. Speaking of Adam Crowley. Speaking of
0: Adam Crowley. Yeah, we are, we are getting uh, deeper and deeper into that fudge. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> we, uh, you, you so kindly br- uh, brought me uh, uh, in. You, you kind of already had a little relationship with them. Yeah, from what? From uh, K Rock, right? because uh, Kevin and Bean also a big Corolla supporter. Sure. Uh, vice versa. That, yeah, that's where he got his start.
1: And uh, uh, Kevin and Bean sent me over to Loveline, which has uh, Doc Dr. Drew on it. And hey. Mike Catherwood, who
0: we've had on the show. Who Absolutely. We'll have on. Absolutely. Uh, and so you got in there and then when we could start with this podcast, uh, once we got a little steam going, you were like, hey, uh, can Adam and I come in and uh, and promote the show and as do a, this as a team? As a dynamic as duo. As a dynamic duo. You were my
1: Burt Ward to my Adam West. I wish I could do a fucking Adam West impression. I can't.
0: Oh, brad williams oh geez hey brad williams and adam ray that's not bad on the adam corolla show that's a
1: that's a pretty good adam west Ra- okay. R-
0: ralph garman's got the, got fucking company well all adams have to be able to do an impersonation of some other adam that's true yeah that's true and i i, I hear i hear corolla does a killer you yeah he does <laughs> he does <laughs> well most people do a killer me because they just go
1: hey what's up i'm adam ray hey, uh, hey I'm kinda, c- 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 just kind of like Tony only dancer yeah, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah you know just uh, i got great hair <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah yeah uh thank you uh but uh yeah so then then we went in there and we did corolla show and had a lot of fun and then corolla was kind enough to let me come back solo and mm-hmm. uh when he came out and now i'm going back um uh later uh this week. Uh this podcast will come out when I've already uh been on. So thank you, Adam. Had (laughs) a blast again. Uh and then we went on Adam and Doctor Drew show, which was awesome because then we got to build some rapport with Drew, had him on our podcast, who crushed it. And now uh, I just came back. We had to push the uh, time of uh, this podcast back a little bit because I did uh, you and I both filled in for Dr. Drew today and did two back to back episodes because Adam Kroll is filming his movie Road Hard Road Hard, which you have a part in.
1: I do. I about that. I I play Brad Williams. Oh, Jesus. Uh, The role
0: of a lifetime. Yes.
1: I was literally born to play this. I mean, don't get me wrong. Thank God that I had Barry Katz as my manager because Peter Dinklage wanted to play Brad Williams. Oh, Jesus. Peter Dinklage is like, no, this is the part I want. I'm tired of swinging an axe, so I, I want to go on stage and tell some jokes. And Barry's like, no, man, I got the perfect guy to play Brand Williams. Brand freaking Williams. I can get him for you, <laughs> He's man. He's undeniable, man. He's undeniable. He creates holy shit moments. <laughs> so, uh, so what did you do? What's your? Uh, I do stand-up. Uh, I, I just come in and I, I play myself and I do stand-up. Uh, and I think what they're doing is uh, the movie Road Hard is about uh, Adam Carolla's character, who is a comic that has a huge sitcom uh, that goes off the air. So now the guy that has all the money and, and uh, all the great life has to go back on the road and back to the shitty comedy clubs. He's, nice. going, he's going through a divorce, so he's got to like always fun, a nice twist. Yeah, fund the fund the wife, fund the wife's new boyfriend, and all
0: that jazz. That, that's a nice. That's a nice actually added piece of the story because yeah. uh, what a lot of people don't realize with the well they probably do realize with the uh, stand-up comedy world is that it makes it very tough to have a relationship. Absolutely, uh, and, uh, relationships in general. That's why a lot of our friends are comics because people get what we're going through. Yeah. That's why a lot of celebrities date other celebrities. Uh, and it ends up not working out. Gwen Stefani, <laughs> Chris Martin from Coldplay. But, um, but uh, we, can we can we light an extra
1: candle for them? I mean, for their conscious uncoupling uh, or whatever the hell that term was.
0: Look at the, stars. <laughs> Look at the stars. Dude, she's got to be so upset when she hears his music. Now that's the thing. It's like if you're gonna date a rock star, date somebody who sucks and right. his music isn't everywhere on Mac commercials, yeah, on fucking uh, other stuff. <laughs> uh, but I all- mean, I mean, it, here you are trying to enjoy
1: your Jello pudding commercial, and all of a sudden Coldplay comes in the background. You're like, son of a bitch, yeah, 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 you know. And that 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 would just suck. That's why. That's why Adam. I mean, don't get me wrong, constant A-list actresses and singers are trying to date me. Yeah. But that's why
0: I'm turning them down. Like Uh, Annie Lennox. Like, obviously, Annie Lennox, Stevie Nicks. I can't tell you how many times (laughs) Annie Lennox has sent you voicemails of her just going... (laughs) She's like Brad. If you uh, if you call me back, I want dwarf penis in my mouth tonight.
1: (laughs) I mean, well that well that's the noise that you can get her to make.
0: No, no, that's no. She calls you and goes, "Uh, Brad. If you call me back, I will. All over your cock. <laughs> uh, hashtag
1: for the episode. Dib- 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 all over your cock. <laughs> oh,
0: that's a long hashtag. It's <laughs> a long hashtag.
1: Not quite sure how to spell it, but yeah. get creative, yeah. listeners. Uh, we have faith
0: in you. But it is. But it really is a tough thing to do as uh, sure. as you're doing it now and yeah. making it work, but it's not easy. No. Uh, and I did it and it didn't work. So <laughs> proof in the pudding. But so so w- w- you do stand up and how does that play into the film? Uh, it, it, it plays in because
1: they're showing sort of of like a sort of mega mix of in between Adam doing his stand-up they they like cut to comics that that are doing it and real comics there's a bunch of comics that are in this movie nice uh I know our buddy Jay Moore is making a cameo as well uh quite a few people making a cameo so and you read a runner sightings oh god uh yes uh well she she was no but I you know who actually is in the movie Judy Tenuta who
0: Right. By the way, that's the first time <laughs> I've ever made that noise, and I love that it was in, ref- in response <laughs> to to, G- a- to Judy Tenuta. Woo. <laughs> oh if, we had, which, if we get to the point where we have sound effects and somebody's, like, on our producer, yeah. like, that's going to be have to be a sound effect of me going, whoo! So which exciting
1: is, at, like, halfway excited, halfway, who the hell is that? Exactly.
0: Uh, halfway, whoo! Uh, wow. wow. uh, yeah, I'm compensating by my lack of knowledge of this person. Sure. Uh, Judy
1: Tenuta, comic in the 80s, had an accordion on stage. Ooh.
0: <laughs> that, that gets us all that's, tingling in our inner regions. A, that's a dope Pillsbury Doughboy, but not him <laughs> getting poked in the in the uh, stomach. Him getting fingered in the ass. <laughs> Ooh, <Yeah. laughs> that's a, that sounds about right. Yeah. If they if they could do a behind the music, behind the music, yeah,
1: the Pillsbury Doughboy,
0: yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what seemed like a nice crescent roll was actually three fingers deep. He had a family. <laughs> and
1: then the Pillsbury Doughboy became a drug runner for the Colombian cartels. Yeah, I would stuff about 20 kids. Kilos of Coke into those croissants. I'm good at that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Ooh! laughs> uh, but it was a fun experience. Got to do it. Uh, got to shoot also at, at uh, Flapper's Comedy Club. right and uh, had the live audience there. And it was cool to have uh, Carole, because all the all the audience. Uh, for those of you who aren't familiar with the Road Hard movie, it was crowdfunded. Uh, Adam didn't want to pay for it, so he, he did. He didn't want a studio to pay for it either, or have to go through that process. So he said, "Hey, you're my fans. Uh, you should pay for this because this movie's for you." Yeah. And they did. He, I think he raised like over two million dollars. That's incredible. Uh, it's which is nuts. Uh, and then so people who uh, contributed money, they were actually in the audience uh, for uh, to be the stand up. Uh, to be a stand-up comedy audience, so right. his fans were actually there. It wasn't just uh, extras that uh, supply, uh, you know, subscribe to the central casting newsletter and were like, "Oh, great, right. an, Ad, an Adam Carolla thing." Who, while while they're on set, just try to hit up, you know, the whoever the star is of the picture and be like, "Hey, so I could have a line, right?" Oh, Jesus. You know. And it set, it, it, so it was just all fans. It was a really
0: positive experience, and, uh, and so because of him good. doing that movie, that's why uh, you and I filled in yep. on the Adam and Drew show. Yep. Uh, and uh, I mean that was a, I mean an honor because uh, sure. I mean one of the top shows, and and uh, because of our current uh, relationship, and Drew felt comfortable enough to have us on, which I thought was pretty awesome. And so I was right. at a Passover seder last night uh, oh in Seattle, and had to leave mid Passover to get on a flight. Mid Passover. <laughs> that, that sounds like a Tim
1: Hardaway move. <laughs> oh my God. Tim Hardaway with the mid Passover. on the sh- <laughs> It's unstoppable as he dishes to Mullen. Yeah, there's a nice early 90s NBA reference for you. Mid Passover. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, Tim Hardaway with the obvious. You know, hashtag mid Passover. That's a great one. That's a little better than the bibba dubba bub bub
0: Yeah. All over my cock. All over my cock. It's a little easier. It's too long. Uh, but so my mom was happy that I stuck around and. Um, and here's how just Jewy the uh, Seder was. <laughs> Elijah is known as the prophet that you let in to. Oh, you open the door and he drinks part of the wine at some point. Oh, it's a, very cryptic. What a dick! Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah, yeah. You let him in your house. <laughs> he just probably oh, right, just open the door. He comes in. He has a sip. He fucking like peace out. I'm fucked up. And then who knows? Does he get? Does he get in the? Does he drive somewhere? Or does he just like walk out? He probably just wanders around. Is he like Santa? Is he like going? By the way, if
1: you're an alcoholic. Best time to get free booze. Just walk around to every oh, house. Dress as Santa, yeah, yeah. Sure. Dress, wait, dress as Santa or dress as Elijah?
0: Well, Elijah's a. It's, there's no real Elijah. Oh, there is. You one? open the door and we're like, Elijah's here. And then the wine just disappears. Somebody, at the, I think, somebody usually just oh, okay. st- ends up taking you a sip. You got of it. like you got like the drunk uncle that says like, "Look over there," yeah. and then just like <laughs> takes the shot really quick. <laughs> it was Elijah. Yeah. Oh God, that might be how the uh, how the whole tradition started. Yeah, and the then, one drunk uncle kept getting fucked up, and like, you can't keep drinking, Uncle Jay. He's like, "Well, it wasn't me. It was Elijah. It was Elijah. Like, who the fuck is this Elijah you keep talking about? He's the prophet." Like, yeah, all right. Well, that kind of makes sense. And uh,
1: next time, Elijah just told me he wants some scotch. <laughs> <laughs> aged, aged fifteen years. That's what he wants. He, is, he also wants some of that chocolate mozzarella and a hand job in the bathroom upstairs. <laughs> Elijah's very fond of Johnny Walker Platinum. You could have that in the cup next time. He says, "You all go to heaven if he gets himself some Johnny Walker
0: Platinum." So that's hilarious. So, uh, so I'm leaving, and somebody goes uh, as I'm leaving the door. They go, they go, say hello to Elijah for us. Oh, I' like oh Jesus this is a Passover it was a great Seder my mom did a great job um now setting it up, I am not Jewish a what's a Seder? Not like no that attitude
1: <laughs> well yeah which uh, might explain why our podcast isn't more successful yeah. only one Jew yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry guys I'm, I'm working on it <laughs> hey nobody's perfect yeah what
0: so happens? we uh Passover is basically the Jews when they were slaves in Egypt um We a lot of there's a lot of symbolism. So like you uh, you dip parsley, uh, the bitter herbs in salt water, which is like dipping the bitter herbs into the salt water is supposed to represent like the tears of the slaves. Oh god! And you eat. (laughs) I guess you eat. Oh god! (laughs) And then there's like there's bitter herbs that you put on the matzah, which is to symbolize the bitterness of the whole situation. Okay. Um, the uh, the which is like um, this weird apple crumb cake. Shit! Okay, that they used to like um, build the temples. Uh, they, so we eat that. They built their temples out of crumb cake. <laughs> this sounds like...
1: Oh my god! I think I think the Jews invented the game Candyland. <laughs> Cause that sounds awesome. Oh, We're going to go to Apple Crumb Cake Mountain. Find Elijah. Is it Kosher? I'm digging this holiday. I get to yeah. have I get to have apple crumb cake. It's I'm a great. I may convert just for that.
0: It's, I think you should.
1: That's it's, pretty good. I'm also doing a shitty job explaining the holiday. Well, I mean, uh, I had a Jewish roommate in college, and whenever I would ask him Ooh. about <laughs> God, we need that sound effect. Yeah, I know. Uh, and when I asked him about the Jewish High Holiday. He would always say, well, pretty much every Jewish holiday boils down to this. They tried to kill us. They failed. Let's eat. <laughs> <laughs> that's incredible. And that's dead on. That, that's theory. about right, right? Like, we were slaves. We're still around. Yeah, they didn't let's kill us. Let's have
0: an apple crumb cake. Yeah, yeah. Pasta matzah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but so – and then the matzah balls represent – the two of the Jews had balls made of matzah. <laughs> <Wow. laughs> we fucking eat them. I don't know. Wow, wow. Cape Mountain <laughs> matzah balls. The Jews know how to eat. Yeah, it was a party. I like it. So I left. Uh, got on a flight that only had six people on it. Have you ever been on a flight with less than ten people? no then less with less than 50 people what was the airline alaska and i go to alaska the lady, airlines, okay. and i go to the lady i go can i sit first class she goes if i let you i'm gonna have to let everybody i go that's fine there's <laughs> there's there's 12 <laughs> seats in first class there's six of us on the i go you can sit here with us yeah yeah let's have a party yeah and she's like crap. i can't do it so i just i, I picked a row and, and stretched out and um wow six people on a flight that's yeah. got a, that's Gotta be weird. The service was incredible, though. I got you asked think? if I wanted refills on drinks every five minutes, <laughs> um, and so uh, and so we, we got in and then did the shows with Drew this morning, and man, it was a blast. And then he uh, because it just went great, and um, and then he said, "Come on, uh, HLN tonight." And I just got back from that, uh, and then I'm going to be on Love Line tomorrow for the first time, which is going to be fun. I'm fired up about. You've done it; it's a yeah. blast. Fielding the phone calls, which I did today with with Drew, right, uh, is a blast. But, but you, there's really a fine balance between. You know, because these people are calling in for help. These people, some of these people, call in desperate, and yeah. they adore him, and they're looking for him. They're they're on the line. Doctor Drew is their Elijah. Hilarious. Yes, <laughs> I mean, yes, in a I mean, because I mean, they're 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 on
1: the phone. He's the ghost that they're talking to for help. I mean, yeah, come on,
0: they don't know if he's real. Sure. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, yeah, it was a blast, though, and uh, and and hopefully we'll get to be uh, repeat customers. Right, and love line. Uh, it, it, it is hard because I mean. We are like, if they call in, like, uh, you know, my girlfriend's yeah. got, you know, 12 herpes... On her anus, right? And I'm allergic to herpes, but she <laughs> loves me to lick her ass. Yeah. What do I do? Right. And that could be a real concern. Yeah. And, and you can't just be like, "You lick ass." <laughs> Next caller. Or, you know? <laughs> no, you have to. You have. You, you have to actually do it. I
1: remember the first time. You <laughs> have to lick the ass. <laughs> you You have to lick the ass. <laughs> you got you. Listen. You tell him. Listen. You got you. You gotta lick the ass. I don't know. I. Don't, I Maybe, am, I, am, am I doing Harvey thing right now? <laughs> you are. I don't know. Oh, my God. Mother.
0: <laughs> uh, you, got, what, you got you to lick the ass, And what noise does a person make when you lick their ass? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that is alley-oop. Uh, but there
1: was one time when I was doing the Dr. Drew podcast when he got a caller, and the guy literally called in and said, Drew? If you don't talk me off this ledge, I'm going to kill myself. Are you serious? Yeah. And I'm there like, I'm the comic. I'm like, uh, uh the jokes? Yeah. You can't do it. And and Drew is...
0: You it, step it, back at that
1: point. Yeah. And Drew is such a professional. He's done this 20 plus years that he stayed calm. He completely, uh, he, he, he he talked the guy down, said, uh, we're going to... Put you on hold. I'm gonna give you my private number and we're gonna talk to you and we're gonna get you through this. Oh, such shit. a professional. And I'm I'm freaking out because I think this guy's literally gonna off himself on the phone, dude. And you're gonna feel
0: partially responsible for
1: that. A- absolutely, because it's like I made a half dick joke. Like, hey, try autoerotic asphyxiation, David Carradine. What 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 did a time. Really? No, I mean I I didn't really do that, oh, okay. but like I was trying to make it light and uh, yeah. So you don't want that to happen. And then when I asked Drew afterward, I'm like, how the hell did you? You do that. He goes. Ah, it happens to me like
0: three times a week. For sure, that's a normal think, occurrence in his yeah. world. But you get you, you get to that point to where yeah, he sees. I mean, like somebody called in with something, and he the uh, somebody had um, missed diagnosed the kid with they said your child's an indigo kid and i and i step in i go does that mean she wants to be in an indigo girls cover band yeah and the woman kind of laughs for a minute and she's right. like i wish and then drew goes no and we start getting to the bottom of it and he kind of reassesses it and goes first of all you got to stop going to this uh therapist or, or whoever it was and uh see another counselor and he and he uh ended up getting more information and then saying your kid has this and this and you wow. need to go to some- anyway and i'm sitting there being like dude you just fucking like just, I mean, got more information. He's like, he's like, yeah, but he's like, he was talking it down. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, I knew what this was. She told me this. I said, he's like, it's not like I diagnosed it. I just, I knew what, what it was based sure. on what she was telling me. Sure. And um, uh,
1: we, yeah, when, uh, when I was guest hosting, he came, we, we did a, a, a he made a life changing observation about me. He said, Brad, uh, I'm looking at your beard and you say your parents are uh, from Georgia. You're a ginger. What? He, he told me I'm a ginger. Dr. Drew says I'm ginger. What? I don't know how to take this. I, I think I'm going to have to go to counseling. Did, there, did you? <laughs> did you what? I don't know how my family being from Georgia makes me makes me ginger, but he said, yeah, there's a little bit of red in your beard. Uh, that, I don't know. Well, maybe that's, that's leprechaun on you. That's that's what's scaring me. <laughs> I don't want to actually like. Maybe all, all maybe all this time I've been
0: denying my true life's calling. Okay, so, dude, that's a great documentary. <laughs> you going on a search for your leprechaun parents? F-
1: finding leprechaun. Maybe my maybe my parents adopted me, and dude, now that's a, that's and now I got to go movie. back to
0: Ireland. That's a great fake movie. You find go, out what's what, there's an actual movie like that though. What is it called? Uh, pff, what, where what somebody goes looking for their. Well, their parents? Yeah, I don't know. I, like find out. I don't know. Oh, well, Bucky Larson, right? He found out his parents were porn stars. Oh, no, he became a porn star because because his, his parents, parents were porn, porn stars. That was the Nick Schwartz movie, right? Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, uh, yeah, he, he says he says I'm ginger, which uh, I th- there was a South Park episode of this yeah. where uh, Cartman finds out he's a ginger and just changes his life all around. So Roses it, yeah. Yeah, so i uh, thinking about starting a cult. <laughs> uh, dwarf gingers uh I know one other guy I will
0: donate to that Kickstarter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and uh it was a very interesting observation uh, so, so but it, it it's always fun and you got to do his hln show yeah and
0: that was uh similar to chelsea lately mm-hmm. um in that you have, uh, you know, we as we discussed, like when we're brought into shows like this that are news heavy, you're brought in as the comic relief. So even though they told me beforehand, they're like, answer genuinely with your real opinions and what you think. But there's three other women on there who are catfighting in these, you know, you're in, there's Drew in a box and then there's three other boxes on the screen. And you're all fighting for, to get your words in and i have these right. jokes and i have a problem of writing long too long of jokes mm-hmm. i'm like i need to have some really quick one-liners but i'm like if i have all long- the jeans yeah <laughs> but if i have longer uh uh moments i'm like i'll be able to people will shut up but that's not the case like i started talking at at one point there was they were showing video of um of these kids uh who were fighting right mm-hmm. they were bullying and there's kids who were videotaping the uh fighting and um Right. Uh, in high school, and my first thing I was going to say, and I didn't even get to get, get to get it in um, because they cut me off immediately. And Drew just opens up to me right away because I was a newcomer, and I was like, "Oh, perfect! I'm going to say his first thing." Yeah. It's long, and I, I was what I was going to say was, "Well, Drew, we live in a time where people are obsessed with capturing live moments as they're happening." That's mm-hmm. where they cut me off. I was about to. Jesus. A, a girl immediately just goes in and goes. Well, here's the thing, and they all and all at the same time, and I said, holy crap! If, if you watch it, if there's a clip of it. Um, on the internet somewhere, uh, it, it my face probably was just like, "Whoa, fuck, what?" Yeah, like, can't I like, really? You guys were jumping in a, a
1: second and a half into me talking, so so basically it was like having a fight with three of your ex girlfriends at, at the same time. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and and now here's what a lot of people don't realize when you whenever you see like the talking head in the camera that's not actually in the room with the host uh they have a little earbud in which they can hear the person
0: yeah i had a delay so yeah. I, I was watching the camera and i was responding to that and then all right. of a sudden i'm just like wait a minute what i'm hearing in my ear is happening sooner i'm like yeah. oh shit i need to be listening to that as i'm watching them right trying to make sure that i'm looking into the camera and shit yeah. it was really challenging and so they cut me off what i was gonna say was well drew you know we're all guilty of it you know i I was at McDonald's late last night. I'm not proud of it. Did I see five drunk girls dancing in a ball pit? Yes. Was it hilarious? Of course. Did I videotape it and send it to Drew late last night? Maybe. That's a personal question. Did I get kicked out of the ball pit for joining them and fist pumping too hard? Of course I had to. My hair looks like this. The point is, Drew, (laughs) these kids need to not be focusing on what uh, is uh, about showing the video of the fight to their friends. They need to be focusing on how to break up the fight uh, with their friends. Uh, And I didn't get all that in. I thought that was going to be a poignant, kind of funny answer right after that. But they cut me off immediately. And so Uh. then I end up making a joke about how the teachers need to intervene and how, you know, not all teachers, but the old teachers. Like if 75-year-old science teacher Miss Witherspoon gets tossed in the middle of that, the fight's going to break up because yep. nobody wants to be responsible for knocking an elderly person to the ground and <laughs> spilling their nuts. Or pills, or nut pills, or pill nuts, whatever or they're. Or pill nuts. Or pill nuts. I'm pretty sure uh, pill nuts uh, played
1: Coachella. <laughs>
0: yeah, they sure did. They,
1: they, they were solid. Oh,
0: pill nuts. <laughs>
1: Vicodin cashews. But uh, it, 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 it's always fun to, to, to wear a different hat as a comic. Totally. I mean, we, 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 so know, you gotta have. Yeah, we know that we're comedians, and so the bottom line is to always be funny. But, which, uh, is a, which
0: is a challenge too, because you're on there being like, "Wow, I'm getting very little time to speak." So now it's making these long. Now, now I abandon the jokes I've written. I'm like, "Dude, just sure. react and respond mm-hmm. the way you did on uh, Ferguson." Uh, you we know, had to do the couch thing, and I had, you know, had we did a pre-interview that went out the window. So now I just had to listen and respond. Granted, yeah. I had a lot more time to respond first next sure. to talk but with this one I didn't have three people to to fight over but it was definitely uh dude I I mean my energy uh, uh, rose and I was just like shit it was like fight or flight man and and, yeah. uh, and then I got one in at the end and um, there you go. but it was uh it, it was it, it was fun it just was like the other thing too is it was like not a lot of time they also went long in the show and this was at the end so the time for the la- these last two segments was much shorter than they had been. sure the- it's always challenging
1: as a comic when because you're, you're, we're used to being on stage by ourselves yeah. when we, we could explore a joke and yeah. find whatever works and not sharing the yeah, uh, mic. Yeah, a lot, lot of times you get put in a uh, situation where kids got bullied at school. Adam Ray, you have you have a one line joke. Go. Yeah. You have you have you have seven seconds to get it out. Go oh go go. Bring God, the funny. Yeah. Bring the funny. You're not funny. Moving on. Yeah. Like, like,
0: <laughs> what? Yeah. And Drew is brilliant at facilitating that. I mean, not only do you sure. have to be aware of the commercial breaks and the cameras, and but then like and, and and keeping a pace with each topic, but then setting up each person being like this, and then bringing and then changing topics and bringing up a new point for discussion. He's a he's a fucking beast at it. He's he, a constant he's, professional. Yeah.
1: And uh, you know who else is a constant professional? Craig Ferguson. Oh. Of which. Adam Ray was uh, recently a guest, a repeat guest on. I
0: made my first late-night debut. It was great. Thank you for watching. It was last week on CBS. It's now on YouTube. You can watch it on my website, AdamRayTV.com. I feel like that was like the flock of seagulls edition of that. Oh yeah, dude. Dude, yeah. any? My, 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 I'm finding more and more when I improvise a song, mm-hmm. I think my voice was born for '80s rock ballads, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't even get the gritty. Like, there, I have that when I improvise a song. I'll go and then I'll turn into wow. Doing a little Bruce Springsteen coming coming with it. Oh, is that what that was? I think so. I don't know any Springsteen songs. Is you that don't? Bad? Well, wait. Born in the USA. Yeah, but it's got a little like it's got that grit to it. Yeah, he's got that dad who fucking <laughs> who wanted to coach the baseball team, but he <laughs> Could, had a band. But he had a band, <laughs> so he couldn't do it. Yeah, 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 something like that. Yeah. Well, no, but it was. Uh, did you watch my Ferguson set?
1: I I, I did, and uh, then I remember you called me uh, the next day uh, after you recorded it. And, uh, yeah, you talked about how uh, you had a closing joke, but then... It- oh, that's right. you're talking about when I filmed it?
0: Yeah. Okay, because yeah, it aired last week. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, 'cause Yeah, because a month later, because the uh, obviously, as we mentioned, uh, things, uh, interviews, uh, sometimes go... They added a guest last minute, and it, sure. and it bumped me. Um, and Kristen yeah, Bell had, had much more of a reason to be on there and promote. Veronica Mars. Yeah. That but, movie came but out. But what did so, I yeah. say? I called you right after, and yeah. I was just like... Beating myself up pretty hard about
1: what? Well, because uh, here's how these late-night sets work, is you have your set, and you practice it out, and no matter how many times you practice it, you you can never truly account for the laughs that you're going to get because you obviously you anticipate laughs being part of the time but you don't want to be that egotistical guy like all right
0: they're going to laugh for about
1: obviously 22 seconds right here this is awesome you also
0: don't want to allow for yeah you don't i mean i had i had uh two applause breaks one that was Mm -hmm. long enough to where they could cut to a wide shot of the crowd looking at me which is during the dragon joke and i but you could tell that i uh responded appropriately because i hadn't uh, planned on that so when it happened you saw me like naturally kind of like pause and then go yeah yeah and then i had another line where i was like yeah there's like 30 like you need like 30 of them. That's yeah. too many. And I was able to talk through the applause break. But uh, sure. if you account for those and you're waiting on them, then you're going to look like an idiot. Yeah. And then uh, your set was running out
1: of time, and you realized that you weren't going to get to your closing joke. But at the same time, um, you did a joke that got a great reaction, a great closing reaction. You thought, well, I got 45 seconds left. I can squeeze in this last joke that takes a minute 15. Yeah.
0: Or I can just tap out 15 seconds short. Yeah. And it, I thought it was 30 seconds short, but I was only 15 seconds short, oh, which means that's, that's perfect. Yeah. Um, but that's also funny. there was like, I didn't even practice the order so much. I knew the bits I was going to do. I had a few segues to go into it because obviously it's like, you know, we're doing an hour on the road. You're yeah. taking four minutes, four minutes of that. like and, and those jokes, only a couple of those jokes I did were actually in the order I would maybe do in a, in a headline set. Sure. So it's like I was mixing and matching. You're taking the so best you, of the best. So you have to find a little bit of a segue. That's why I wore the vest and like a transition to the dating stuff with that, which got a great reaction. You and basically have to make an Adam Ray
1: mixtape from like uh, yeah. back in the '90s when 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 you liked a girl and you had to and you had to
0: record songs off the radio. Wow, I can tell you what one of those mixtapes I had was right now. Oh, fire uh, away. OMC bizarre. How bizarre. Obviously, uh, um, dude. There might have been an in song on there. I hate to say <laughs> uh, because you know what, man. Like they. Uh, also, there was a, ch- uh, a girl, I almost said chick. Um, I hate that word. There was yeah. a girl that I uh, liked, and she was way into Sync, and I wanted to know and their songs and about them to impress her. And, and a school dance, my buddy Chris DeLeon and I, we <laughs> learned one of the dances and did it at the dance oh, to get the out. song. Which song? Oh man, I think it was "Bye Bye Bye." So that wait, "Bye Bye Bye" had the fist
1: pump thing. But, oh yeah, da, bye, it started bye, early bye, for me. Bye, 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 yeah, yeah,
0: dude. And they, and you know, and I was. Uh, I'm not a horrible dancer. Uh, <laughs> would you? Will you? Will you see me on uh, backing up Beyonce at the Super Bowl next year? Mm, you know, uh, possibly not. If, if if there's a strong fist bump segment, <laughs> yeah, <if we're> just <laughs> let me tell you, can you imagine if my if I started fist bumping like it, so much in my act or wherever I went that I became known as that guy to where it was like it was like oh that's they, your that's your getter done yeah so they would like bring me in shows and just ah. all of a sudden cut to me in a spotlight and like I would come up from the ground just fist pumping and I would just fist pump the whole time during the song and then that was like an extra added bonus as like a
1: listen Dane Cook's
0: got that soup.
1: Superfinger, Adam Ray could have the nobody's fist bump.
0: really yeah because people look at the fist bump and they go all right Jersey Shore but is, sure but that's a whole collective like that's that's a group that's a, yeah. that's a label there's no one person that you think of right. So now,
1: why can't you be that guy? Why can't you be Adam Ray the fist bumper? Oh, Jesus. Which sounds like a weird sexual yeah, porn. Net. the fist bumper. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, uh, who, uh, who are you working with today? Oh, you're you're working with Adam Ray. The fist bumper.
0: I actually, that sounds... Can I go home? <laughs> Nobody wants to be a part of that.
1: Nobody wants to work with a fist bumper.
0: Uh, but, but the uh, the set, I think, turned out well. Yeah, got laughs. I was happy with the jokes I did. But like I said, there was always there was there were lines I thought of afterwards to close. I mm-hmm. mean, um and other little tags that you think of in the moment. That I was like, I, I didn't want to improvise so much in the set. I had a couple of sides where I like would comment on things, or um, I added a few lines. But it's like you also don't want to do too many. You can't do a lot of new stuff during the taping because you had to. I had to get the set approved. Right. So if I did stuff that wasn't approved, CBS could have come in and be like, "Yo, man, we didn't approve that." Yeah. Like, even if it was fine, they could have found a reason to be like, "Yeah, we're not airing that." Yeah. Pull,
1: yeah. Pulling uh, uh, pulling the curtain back a little bit. Uh, when you do a late night set, you write out the entire set. Yeah, a transcript. Word for word, which is always
0: awkward as, as the comic because you also, you're also reading your own jokes being like oh god this isn't funny yeah oh i've done it so many you're writing yeah. it out you're like what am i doing yeah this is this is i'm adding awful. shit as i'm writing it and then i'm you know
1: right because you're trying to impress whoever's gonna read it like oh yeah but this sounds better yeah. but
0: like but, one of the lines i put in there with the shania twain joke when i was like you know uh, so you're brad pitt that don't impress me much one of the lines i put in i go i go really i go i go you probably have sex with brad pitt's armpit <laughs> and uh That sounded funny to me, but she was like, you don't need that. I was like, yeah, I think I just added that because I was typing it out, and I was like, you need more. Yeah, you get get bored with your own sex. Yes, and you're...
1: Reading it, and when you read it, you you know there's no there's none of the voice inflection. Nope. And uh, that that's when you realize there's like there's certainly a difference between writing a joke that someone's going to read and find funny, yep. and also performing a joke that yep. you have the whole that you have the whole
0: experience behind. But uh, I felt good. It uh, felt good to get a late night sit under the belt. It's not too bad. It's not uh, what it used to be. I, no no uh, no. NBC executives have called offering me, me my own show yet, but um, <laughs> I am meeting with Ferguson's uh, people um, coming up. Here, so, all right, so maybe, uh, all right, maybe, uh, this can develop. I
1: mean, you're you you did, uh, Ferguson by the time this airs, my uh, David Tell episode oh, yeah. will 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 have aired. That's gonna be great. And uh, did you guys watch it? Did you
0: see? Was it did, did you enjoy it? Did I crush? I don't know. <laughs> you guys did it in the bottom of a bar, right? Yeah, in like really authentic New York, right?
1: Right? right And uh, it was Pete Davidson on my show and also yep. Ari Shafir uh ari uh shafir let me come on his podcast oh good uh which while you were out there uh no this was uh, a couple weeks ago okay. uh, last week he was here in la we sat on the porch of the comedy store yeah he does it out there and we talked How and was it? it was great we talked for like two hours It was yep. a long podcast He's got long shows um but he, <laughs> one of the highlights of it was and he kept the mics on while this happened because ari's a, a great podcaster and Kind of a dick. Uh, no, no, it, it was. It, I'm totally glad he did it. Uh, a TMZ bus, like the, like, the, like the TMZ tour. Yeah, always they pull up in front of the comedy store. Always, so they pull up in front of the comedy store. And they see me and Ari with the microphones talking. And all, all of a sudden, the bus starts, like... The people are taking out their cameras. They think you're... They're, 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 they're taking pictures of me. And the guy runs off the bus. And he comes up to me and says, Dude, we know who you are. Could you just come on the bus? And could you say hi to the people? And, like, uh, say... And just say what's up to them. And add, like, some legitimacy to our tour. Now, um,
0: you, know, you know who they think you are at this point.
1: No, because he, No, because he says... Uh, and we all we all think you're hilarious and comic. You you hear hilarious, you're like, oh, obviously me about yeah. me. I'm hilarious. That's my fucking job. Uh, so we start walking towards the bus, and I'm I, I get one step on the bus, and and the, and, the, and the bus driver just goes, "Hey, everyone, we man from Jackass. Of Son of a bitch." Yeah, but that's not the first time that's happened. Well, On the TMZ bus, it is. To have like your ego stroked, like yeah, I'm so on, it, I'm on Sunset Boulevard. I'm getting recognized. I'm gonna come off this bus, and there's gonna be a thousand blowjobs just <laughs> waiting for me. <laughs> Cause that's what happens to people get re- that get recognized on Sunset Boulevard. Thousand blowjobs happen to Vince Neal. Uh, happened to David Lee Roth. Obviously, gonna happen to me. Yeah. Uh, David so, yeah. Bonaduce. Uh, a thousand amateur
0: hour for <laughs> yeah wait so that what? was an hour so uh all right so you disappointed these people or are you committed to the uh the- <laughs> oh i fu- I've fully disappointed them uh good for you man yeah. at this point you have to yeah it's also because it's like because a it's like fuck you i'm right. not that guy right we don't all look alike sure uh, and b you're like i'm actually um coming up so yeah. you need like i'm all gonna take this opportunity to introduce you to me yeah, and, right. Uh, Wait, what'd you do? Th- uh, that's pr- that's going Actually, i Brad Williams. Blah blah blah. Insert yeah. funny joke
1: to make uh, them go. Oh, no.
0: what's your Twitter handle? Oh, All right, funny,
1: Brad. I should follow you. Okay, right? Gain ten more fans. What's up, what TMZ? You, bus? Is that what you did? Yeah, good. Threw it out there. Uh, there was two. E- there was two ego check moments like that. There was that moment, and then uh, I had to uh, bring my computer in to get repaired to the Apple Store. Brought it to the Brayham Mall, which is my home mall, where I've been. Born and raised whole life, and,
0: also, and they hear me on K-Rock a lot. So Have you I'll- seen people at this mall, by the way, that are still working there, that worked there when you grew up? Yes. Oh, my God. Which uh, I know, I used
1: to work at that mall. As what? As, what, like a character? <laughs> no, I mean like as a...
0: <laughs> as what? Were you dressed as a Wetzel Pretzel?
1: <laughs> uh, Is it or Wetzel I was the hot dog on the stick. Hilarious. <laughs> um, my actual job at the Braham Mall, I worked at Hot Topic. Oh my god! Oh yeah, we've discussed. it. Yeah, I was a sales manager at Hot Topic. I dressed pretty much like I dress now, and uh, they thought like, "Well, we have guys with uh, huge holes in their ears and tattoos and pink hair, but you're a dwarf wearing Abercrombie and Fit shirts. Weird enough. Yeah, <laughs> done. You can work here. And yeah, I still I still run into those people. Um, I, I I brought my I brought my computer to the Apple Store. And the guy, the uh, genius that w- was helping me, goes, "Oh, and uh, what's your?" Oh, oh, um- he
0: he worked at the Genius Bar. Okay, sorry. His name is Greg. <laughs> he used to be an accountant, <laughs> and now and, and he now kn- w- he know he he knows how to copy
1: and paste. And now he wears a blue shirt to work. And now, they, go, those Hasal. guys are pretty smart, but genius.
0: Let's you know. Yeah, let's back off. Uh, Apple aficionado. Have they ever done anything that? to ever make you go, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Like you're in you're in the presence of a fucking." Uh,
1: legend. When they taught me how to hide my porn.
0: <laughs> Are you serious? That was, that Are was like, that was like, this has changed All my right, life. That is, <laughs> that is genius. That is genius. Well, do you want to share with the viewers? <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> Wait, a guy at the Genius Bar taught me how to hide porn. Now, did he see it on your, uh, desktop and he was like, hey man, um, hey, man. just so you know, uh, or were you like, hey, here's my concern. Uh, there may, there, there, there may have been a
1: folder labeled Brad's porn. Jesus well, I'm right. a, well that's a I, genius Because I'm oh, amateur I, Brad's porn <laughs> Jesus I like that I like how he said Brad's porn Like, city like, pit collection <laughs> Like I'm never gonna See the folder Like I'm not gonna Recognize it I'm gonna have like An amnesia yeah, moment Just be called porn <laughs> Yeah <laughs> I, I actually Brad's. called it Brad's porn Oh my god Because I'm a moron Oh my god So I, I go back like What uh, I've been I've been in a coma For six weeks what, what Wait What year is it What's happening I'm gonna go on my computer and find out. Brad's porn. I'm Brad. That's my porn. All right. Which, which, by the way, was an excellent idea for a sitcom. That's my porn.
0: Yeah. Uh, um, Well, no. Did he even have you just like change the name of it to something that sounded like Brad's porn? Like like Bean... (laughs) Bean, bean po- <laughs> Bean's Dorm. <laughs> yes. Now it's a, Now it's under the folder. A, Bean's, Beans dorm, dorm. It's a bunch of photos from Mr. Bean's College Dormitory. Exactly. It totally fooled him. Uh,
1: all right, so he helped you do that. Yeah, they helped me do that. And then this uh, particular Apple aficionado, when I brought my computer in, goes, Wait, you're Brad Williams. You're Brad Williams from K-Rock. Oh, I'm shit. like, I'm like, yeah, I'm the, I'm, I'm the dude. He's like, oh, man, do you mind if I get a picture? And I'm like, no problem. And then he starts like he has to brag about the famous person he just met so he's going around to all the other apple people go hey man brad williams and when he goes to the other apple people and goes hey man this is brad williams they go who
0: yeah <laughs> and who's that yeah you
1: know brad williams from Welcome k-rock earth. you know brad williams from k-rock kevin and Bean Show, comedian Uh, yeah i don't listen to it i I listen to npr
0: so now all of a sudden the enthusiasm (laughs) from this guy was completely just blown out of the water by the lack of yeah so it's like i'm i'm making
1: it i'm a celebrity no no i'm not
0: that was a fun time but back in the day working at hot topic i don't know the jobs in high school that you have you don't realize how much they really prepare you for uh later on in life i mean the grocery store albert i mean also the drama did you have drama at hot topic uh, between employees? Yeah. Because you realize there's work drama everywhere. People at the high end, sure. like, even at the, uh, at, in Google, there's like, in Facebook, there's as much drama there as there was when I was at Albertsons. Sure. I hooked up with the girl who ran the deli mm-hmm. uh, at one point and guess All what? Right. And yeah, oh, it was great. Yeah, gave her the yeah. old pork sausage. <laughs> wait, 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 you're Jewish. You can't consume pork. Never mind. So she, <laughs> <laughs> after, after we hooked up uh, mm-hmm. and then, a few times and then I was in high school mm-hmm. and she was like five years older and I was nice. like, well, well done, sir. Like, uh, yeah, uh, but I was like, I was like, this is weird. I don't know how to handle this. I'm not mm-hmm. going to date you, obviously. Right. Because guess- we're working at the same. And so what guess do? what? Bond over baloney? Oh, man. <laughs> that's <laughs> a, way, like I- a Billy crystal romantic comedy. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. that's a new Bond romantic comment. <laughs> bon-
1: Bond over baloney. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, Jennifer Garner is going to make an appearance. Jennifer Garner
0: is going to be in the fat kid from Sandlot. The uh, redhead kid. Ha, ha. I uh, yeah. love that ginger. So uh, it was weird, though, man. Definitely, she didn't hook me up with potato salad samples anymore. Oh. After I, after I didn't like return her calls and stuff, I definitely walk by and be like, "Hey, uh, so can I, uh, I get some of that macaroni salad?" And she's just like, "I'm busy." and i'm like oh shit
1: well uh, you didn't have time for me and my needs i don't have time to give you your damn macaroni salad oh
0: yeah i just want i just want macaroni salad oh, that's all no, i wanted no big deal. that's all i wanted that was the problem i wanted that <laughs> instead of
1: Instead of, instead of a loving relationship sure. That was bonded in in the I Deli section of an samples. Albertsons <laughs>
0: Yeah <laughs> You uh, used her to get free samples <laughs> That is, salad wasn't cheap man
1: Hey man there, there's been plenty of times when I've been out at Costco I've walked by the free sample lady Going man she has those samples All the time I bet <laughs> Girl's got it going on for herself I give me some of that dude And I bet you they rotate her samples One day it's gummy bears <laughs> Next day, it's a spicy sausage. Oh, my God.
0: This is my perfect woman. Wow. Now I know what you jerk off to when your girlfriend's out of town.
1: It's just Costco sample fantasies. Costco sample fantasies. They walk out. It's like,
0: this is freshly
1: brewed iced tea. Oh, I got something fresh to brew for you,
0: sweetheart. <laughs> it is amazing when you find, when they have some of those samples that you. It's like you, There was a comic who, I, I'm not, I can't take this, but I, I wish I could remember the name of the comic, but he did it, I remember seeing him on, on Last Comic Standing, mm-hmm. and this is the only joke I remember, but he was like, the, the way that people, Mel Silverback, is it? No, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> Mel Silverback. <laughs> yeah, the guy, yeah, the guy that wore the gorilla mask. Hilarious.
1: Uh, <laughs> but the guy was like, by the way, that's true, a comic went on that show wearing a gorilla mask. Good for him. Mel Where is he now? Uh, in the discount bin at a Halloween
0: store his whole body he is <laughs> oh the mask is. yeah the mask is oh, jesus it's like things really took a turn after that appearance <laughs> and no oh shit was this a joke so so he would go uh, the, the amount of surprise in people's faces they act like they've never seen the food because they want the sample so bad right they just like act like they've never like it's the greatest thing ever so they're like oh my god this is this is incredible what is this bread <laughs> something to that extent where it was like the, the foods that everybody's had but they'll yeah. act like it's the and, greatest thing and,
1: ever and, and by the way I don't know why, as when we walk by the sample table,
0: why we always act
1: like we're actually going to buy it? Like we feel no. bad for the person. Yeah. Like no. I'm do I walk- need
0: Stouffer's <laughs> uh, macaroni sausage burrito pancake balls? I I do. Yes, I do. That, I, I do, do if they're actually selling hey, that. That's Holy never. Stofers has shit like that though.
1: Yeah. But yeah, like I, I no. I I just walk up like a champion, grab whatever it is. <laughs>
0: Throw it back. Like, no, I'm not buying it. Yeah. I just... I just, They can't expect you to. I just want a little fuel. Some of them give you the pitch. They're like, you take a bite, and they're like, good, right? You can get four of these for $2 right now. They're on sale over on aisle seven next to the peanut butter. And they give you the whole spiel, and you're like, great. I was looking for some turkey meatballs that tasted like chicken. Right. Uh, But more often than not, (laughs) you take a little mini ice cream sandwich with a mini the mini stir fry in a cup mm-hmm. right sometimes they really pack a lot of, in that little cup right and which by the way as a midget mini stir fry in a cup that's my lunch motherfucker oh, dude did you eat a lot of minis <laughs> and were people <laughs> like so yo lunchables must have been a fucking oh my king God. feast for you I, I, I was in heaven i was like look
1: at this spread laid <laughs> out before me i am the six- king of this table six
0: crackers Six. Four strips of turkey, six pepperonis, uh. one cookie, <laughs> one capri sun. Uh, a feast
1: for a king. Bring me your finest meats and cheeses, Lunchable. <laughs> Thank you,
0: Lunchable. Oh my god, that's a great Lunchable commercial. Is you fucking spreading out like yes, all, and it's like a meal fit for a king. But it's you wearing it, a king's hat at a lunch table. <laughs> oh, that, oh, that that would be great. I'm just there like, I and all my dwarven
1: subjects want to enjoy a meal. It's, yeah, you're the dwarf. What meal can give us
0: such fulfillment?
1: And they're like, Lunchable.
0: No, no, no. That's right. It, no, it's like, you're, yeah, you're, you're the uh, king of the dwarf kingdom. Yes. Right? And yes. so you're wearing a bit, one of those big king things, and you're on the throne. Yes. And they show you getting up and needing help and standing on, like, a bunch of step stools to get like up to it. your throne. I like it. And then they're like, sir tonight is the is is the meal of all meals for the celebration of the king's uh Uh, of the king's celebration into the new kingdom that we've just restored because the old kingdom was... We needed to be refurbished. It's a long story. We had Jerry, the (laughs) carpenter, come in. He cleaned up. He sanded the walls. There's a bowling alley now in the basement, actually. I just (laughs) wanted to make you aware of that upgrade. But anyway, what would you like for your feast? We have lamb's bone. We have dragon cunt. We have... (laughs) (laughs) have Dragon cunt. We have unicorn (laughs) boobies. We have... <laughs> we have dragon Cut and unicorn boobies, both missed out on this year's Coachella lineup. <laughs> and we also have, uh, we also have, um, we also have rabbits. You're not, not going to top dragon. Cunt. We, do, we have rabbits, rabbit's tongue, and horse uh, anus. And you're like, no, none of those will do. Like, and then, then everybody do. goes. <gasps> you go. What dragon. would you want? And you go, bring me Lunchables.
1: <laughs> Bring me Lunchables with the finest meats and cheeses.
0: <laughs> Throw the dragon cunt to the dogs. <laughs> and you see a shot of f- fucking the court jester walking out of the dragon cunt and trying to, and, and holding it over a, do- a, yeah. a cage of dogs are like, rrr, rrr. which, like,
1: easy, easy. It, which, by the way, they're attack dogs, but since it's the kingdom of the dwarves, it's all pugs. <laughs> Just all pugs. <laughs> Throw it to my beastly attack dogs. Yeah, yeah. Give them the f- Feast that we—that is not worthy for the dwarf king's lips. Let them dine on dragon's cunt. (laughs) We will have lunchables. (laughs)
0: Lunchables. Yeah, and then you just screaming lunchables, and then you—and then it's a slow mo shot of you putting all the meats and cheeses in between like two big crackers and taking a bite, and then just smiling and going, "It is great!" And everybody (laughs) cheers. (laughs) And then you you cut to a wide shot and you pull back, and it's everybody cheering for you, and you're throwing the rest of your lunchables crackers and meats into the crowd. Oh yes. Got, and then Ian McKellen or Patrick Stewart comes on and goes, Lunchables, a meal fit for a king." <laughs> I like it. Oh, I like it. Why, why, Hollywood? Why do we not have more power? I mean, well, why? Also, Lunchables is another one of those products that's like <laughs> people know who they are, so they don't need commercials. But it's like Oreos. Every five years, Oreo comes out with a new commercial of like, you know, you know, I don't know, a, a, a black guy dipping an Oreo. And yeah. he's like, you know, and and he opens it up, and the white guy's like, you know, do you eat the do you eat the white part first or the cookie? And he's like, oh, you, oh, you trying to say that the, the white part gets eaten? I don't know, man. This is a, I'm creating the most controversial. <laughs> like, Oreo. Oh my god! Cookie. This is like Oreo <laughs> cookies sponsored by the Reverend Al Sharpton. <laughs> Jesus, you know, it's a guy who's about to dip it, and he goes, uh, and he breaks it apart. He goes, hi, I'm Al Sharpton. When you're dipping that motherfucking cookie. <laughs> Eat the black part first, or eat the white part. They both taste good, but if you eat the white part first, we know what you're saying. <laughs> How come they always eat the white part first? What are they
1: trying to say in those commercials, Oreo? We know what you're up to. We know what you're up to. We know what you're up to. Hilarious. And yeah, and yeah. Guess what? Now they're always changing the fillings. Now it's like, oh, it's birthday cake filling. Oh, yeah, it's pumpkin filling. It, it's all it's chocolate filling. So it's like, so, so it's like chocolate. It's orange. It's brown. But you know, what you know, what always stays the black cookie. <laughs> Black Cookie's That's always the there. Concept. Black Cookie. Black Cookie. I I, th- I think that was a Black's Position film in the 70s. <laughs> oh, shit. Black Cookie's here.
0: <laughs> black, black Cookie gonna shoot up in, on, in this bitch? Yeah. Black Cookie, how come you never return my phone calls?
1: Oh, li- listen, honey. Black Cookie, don't get up early. You gotta call Black Cookie late in the day.
0: i call you seven times. That's time. you don't return any of my calls, Black Cookie.
1: <laughs> oh dude that's not a black woman who is that voice
0: I You never returned any of my call black cookie
1: <laughs> I don't know that's not, that, that sounds almost like a chinese angry restaurant owner
0: No that <laughs> You never returned any of my call black cookie that <laughs> sounds like the guy the one asian guy in the dwarf kingdom who had to remove the dragon ha. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, uh, yeah. Where is Wang Wong? <laughs> Where is Wang Wong? Where
1: is Wang Wong? He's feeding dragon cunts to the pugs. <laughs> that's Which,
0: the best sentence ever. Where's Wang Wong? He's feeding dragon cunts to the pugs.
1: Uh, that, that was one of the lines that was rejected in The Sopranos for, like, how you say, because, like, yeah. mostly mobs to say that, you know, like swimming with the fishes, yeah, you know. Yeah. But uh, hey, uh, where's Fat Tony? You know, he, uh, he, didn't, he didn't make his payments. So, well, as, as they say, he's uh, feeding dragon guns to the punks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Holy shit, man. So while I was home in Seattle, and I'm going to bring this up because you are, you are about to enter a world of, of, of needing to impress your uh, niece I, and nephews. Yeah. Uh, my uh, nephew is now
1: 12 Who's weeks old. Who's
0: 12 weeks, but in soon, uh, soon he will be 12 years. Yeah. And you will find yourself uh, desperate to uh, get his um, approval. With Absolutely. My, niece. my nieces right now are four. They'll be five in August. And right now they think I'm the shit. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, you know, I uh, I can't do wrong in their eyes. I, I you know, did the move right. I act like I get hit. When I, at the door, when I open the door, yeah. they lose their shit. Ah, oh, it's the best um, classic. I'm the best on the playground with them. We come up with all sorts of games. Mm-hmm. I still get on my back and pretend to, uh, and I pretend they'll get on my back and pretend to uh, th- th- that we're flying a wow, dragon. You're uh, the dude from the Neverending Story. oh uh, for sure, they're a yeah. traitor. Uh-huh. I'm. I have no problem being Falcor. Done. And uh but but it's getting to a point to where I'm trying to really like uh, um. I don't know, really hold on to this time because Mm -hmm. uh, even at like 7 or 8, they're going to start to develop like a little bit more tooth than they've got now where it's like... You know, they're not, if you want to impress them at this point, you have to do it on their level. They're not going to be like, did you see Uncle Adam at a great set uh, on Ferguson? Or did you see Adam clear that five foot bong? That was impressive. (laughs) They don't give a shit about my lung capacity. You mean your
1: nieces are not going to come to you and be like, Uncle Adam, we really liked your line about feeding dragon
0: cunts to the pugs? They will not say that. (laughs) And I, oh man. The kid that'll be that would be a hilarious kid say the darnest things. Hey little Toby, so apparently your 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 uncle pretends to be a dragon. What types of things do dragons do?
1: Uh we like to feed dragon cunts to the pugs, Bill Cosby.
0: We'll be right back. <laughs> the fuck you say, Toby? <laughs> Who the fuck told you that shit? Uncle Brad. <laughs> oh, oh shit. That's hilarious. <laughs> but yeah,
1: I mean in that in as comics. We're always like it, it Even doesn't at that matter. that age, you it want the approval, yeah.
0: and it's like I mean, I uh, you know I make up bedtime stories to them, and like mm-hmm. make up these wonderful tales, and they're all into it. And it's like it's still I'm wanting to make them laugh on their level, but that's why over the summer I you know I I uh, bought a slip and slide, and I I uh, I was like you know this will really I'll really get on their level with this because they've never seen it before. It was a Barbie slip and slide. Oh, I've been on a slip and slide though in like 15 years, right. so I completely miscalculated the amount of. Uh, the timing As far as like Where to take off from yeah. So I jump Like mid into, I also hadn't realized That hey, shit man You know uh, White man can jump I got mm-hmm. some fucking hops Hey man Quick fat Quick fat <laughs> <laughs> Yeah dude We've <laughs> talked about it before Call And back. uh I jump on this slip and slide over the summer. I posted a picture on my Instagram a while back over the summer. I did it, and I took off, and I'm midway, I'm halfway covering over the slip and slide in midair. So when I hit the ground, I'm basically at the end of the slip and slide, and then I just slide across the grass, and I just hear everybody in my family going, "Oh Jesus!" And even my nieces were like, "Uncle Adam's a pussy." Uh, They didn't say that, but it was like, "Oh man!" Like that was. That was a very, uh, a, you know, uh, I'll never forget that moment because, like, they looked at me being like, I thought you were going to show us how cool this was. And turns out, not only do you not know how to do this, I mean, they, they got right back up and went, you know, up and down that slip and slide sure. like it was their job. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, it, you're, you're trying to impress them. And, uh, it, like, it,
1: it doesn't matter if you want to packed house for 500 people or if you got your two nieces in, in, in your room you're you're just trying to make him laugh yeah you're gonna i mean
0: i'm sure i don't know if you're doing that yet with a 12 week year old
1: yeah he's not he's not really laughing now it's like i mean it, it, okay he did this thing uh you forget that everything is new to babies like every like he's experiencing everything for the first time so i'm just watching my nephew and all of a sudden he gets this look of fear on his face yeah and he's and he, at this point, he's 10 weeks old, and we've never seen this look before, but you know it's fear. He is scared. He's terrified. And as, and as, as his uncle, I'm, I'm looking around like, oh, shit, what is he scared of? Is there a shadow? Is there a dog somewhere? Like, what's happening? Why are you scared? And he looks absolutely terrified. And then all of a sudden, you just hear, and he farts, dude. and then he starts laughing. Hilarious. And because for him, it's like he didn't know what the fart was. If you didn't know what a fart was, and all of a sudden it's building up inside you, oh you're like, oh my, am I about to explode? That's incredible. Like, what's happening? And then, he, and, then he, and then he farts, he's like, oh, this is the greatest thing ever. And then he just starts laughing.
0: That's the day. You're, you need to – oh, my God. Did you take a picture of his face? Oh, It's, it's, just, it's the most joy you've had. That's you. one of the benefits of being in this, this era suit. is having – with the technology is, right. is, is being able to, like, capture those moments. Like, his first recognition of a fart. <laughs> Not too many parents are capturing those moments. <laughs> his first words, his first baby step. Right. His first fart recognition. That's huge. First fart recognition. Hashtag first fart recognition. <laughs> That's a big moment in your life. It <laughs> the is. The face that you make. Oh, my God. And that's when he first, he, at 10 weeks,
1: he knew farts were funny. That's the best. He and, 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 of course, like. That's a great sign. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, I'm going to turn you into a comic, my friend. Oh, yeah. You already think farts are funny? <laughs> Listen, we got a seat right here for you saved for the About Last Night podcast. <laughs> Little Liam's going
0: to come <laughs> on this here. thing and tear it up. We'll still be doing it by the time he's like yeah. 15. That's that's about the age we'll be old enough for him to come on. Yeah. Right. He'll do it. And then, and then we'll it'll tell. He'll, he'll be, be cool enough at that point. Yeah.
1: He'll be like uncle brad occasionally uncle adam uh sure yeah uh, oh what what's this thing that you do well liam we come on here and uh we talk about uh giving dragon cunts to pugs and uh (laughs) then all then all of our fans just love it they (laughs) cheers rise up from across the nation of all the about last night podcast listeners and they what's all,
0: with, what's with the candles?
1: <laughs> Easy kid. <laughs> Easy kid. <laughs> Listen, it's called it's called setting the mood. You're 15. 3 more years you're going to completely understand this shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're completely understand.
0: Um <clears throat> I'm going to uh Vegas. Um Oh, what? Well, I will Oh, this will be when this comes out. Yeah. Uh, this will be the um, first night of my Vegas run. All right. You're at the uh, Tropicana, the Laugh Factory, Tropicana? Las Vegas, uh, April 21st through the 27th. This is night number one. i got two shows a night. Go to LaughFactory.com to get my tickets, uh, tickets for the show. Uh, there's a marquee with my picture, my name on it. That's cool. Did you see the picture I posted? I did. Is that real? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that's on the strip, baby. That one of my dude, buddies reposted that's, and he that's goes, great. Elvis Sinatra and now A Ray. I'm like uh, well, that's you're you're definitely putting me in a club that Sure. I'm not worthy of Hey,
1: I I did the same thing. The first time my name was on a marquee in Vegas.
0: Yeah took a picture of that. It's the best. Yeah. Because it's, it's also not something I really aspired or planned on, and so then you see it, and you're like, it catches you off guard a little bit. Sure. One thing, I, I'm, I'm going to drink a little bit out there. I've been really uh, doing a good job of mm-hmm. limiting my boozing since I got back from Montana two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was out in Montana in Kalispell, Missoula, and butte montana butte. Which, butte which people would tell me like oh you're going to Butte, montana nah, and man. i was like oh this they're just trying to have a moment with me and, mm-hmm. and, and make a joke with a comedian and i spent a few hours there and i was like yeah this is definitely the butthole of america <laughs> uh you hear it's things? on their
1: sign oh, Butte, montana the butthole of america <laughs> yeah, t- <laughs> hi i'm Wilfred brimley this, when, I, when i'm not selling you diabetes medication
0: i'm telling you about the butthole of america <laughs> Butte, Montana. Here's here's my... Bu- I'll tell you who knows a little bit about the buttholes. Pillsbury Doughboy. Ooh! Uh, you hear things in Butte, Montana like, man, I shouldn't have driven last night. Or, did you hear what happened at that Arby's? You know there's not shit going down in your town right. when when the action is occurring at the home of Beef and Cheddars. Yes, and uh, uh, Pharrell's hat. Yeah. Uh, I, here's my thing. Drinking and driving and drinking and, and texting mm-hmm. are... Two to me, some of the biggest concerns when sure. uh, consuming alcohol. Here. Nobody talks about drinking and Facebook post liking. Uh, have you ever done that? Uh, I have. Where you're drunk on Facebook, yeah. and you're not perusing for old high school girlfriends. No, you're not perusing uh, looking for you know family members uh, that you know that you haven't seen in a long time that maybe. Um, have had a sex change. You're you're looking <laughs> not speaking personal experience at all. Nope. Uh, but uh, you know, it's the problem is that you'll get distracted. So it's mm-hmm. like you you look at there. You look at Facebook and you're like, oh, uh, let me. I would love to like this picture of homemade ravioli. Mm-hmm. But then you look over the TV, because it's 4 a.m., and you get distracted by some infomercial like, hey, now you can have a toaster in the shower for your cat that plays Frank Sinatra and scrubs your ass. And Done. you're like, how much? <laughs> and then you Take talk, all my money. <laughs> and then you turn back to Facebook and just think you're in the same spot. I right? guess what? It's refreshed it's, the news feed. It's refreshed. You click like in the same spot where your uh, cursor is, mm-hmm. and you've just liked a status that says, mom's still in a coma. Not not looking good. <laughs> oh my god, it's so, it's so funny
1: you say that because I've done something like that. Everybody has. Yeah, man. It, 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 it wasn't mom in a coma, but it was uh my, it, it was mom-, mom in a coma. They were was- playing Coachella. <laughs> yeah. mom in a coma. Oh god, <laughs> I feel I I feel it's a lifetime movie. Uh, it it, it was Fred savage. <laughs> uh, yeah, you absolutely be in it. It was some guy who I just friended when I was a comic, so oh. I, I I don't actually know him he's just a fan and you just friend people because you're trying to get as many friends as possible and he's like god, that, well
0: so sad by the yeah, way yeah and like that's that's the nature of the business that makes that, sense that, that's what business, we do but just yeah that's what we people do people who don't understand you're like i just i clicked yes because i want as many friends as possible but yeah. for the sake of fans and seeing promotion, promotion and and,
1: yeah uh, so he posted uh, uh well uh god uh got another angel today uh my brother moved on and like his brother had died and it was oh, not geez. and i liked it why I don't know. Why? Because I was trying to support it. No. I was trying to be like, "Hey, I'm giving you sympathy." But no. then but then you then like write,
0: it. Right right my prayers. See, that's yeah. the fucking problem, man. People think liking shit is a is a replacement for actually having to say anything, yeah. And see, the problem was is I was the first one to do it, so it, oh, it said God. like,
1: "My brother's in heaven now." Brad Williams likes this. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's your that's your first
0: mistake. You have to wait till somebody else likes it. Yeah, so they you can't be me the first one because then your name isn't showing up. Right, well, actually, thirty five people like this. Yeah, exactly. That's what that that's what it could be. And it you, "You don't want to be the one, <laughs> Can
1: only name and it. there's like been and there's like people commenting going who's this
0: asshole arrow pointing up again if it's like a picture of beef stroganoff or shepherd sure. or fucking somebody's like i combine spaghettios and beef genius. genius williams likes this. i like this.
1: I <laughs> photograph a proof i of want pr- I, I want yeah i'd be I would, proud to put my I name on like that shit and comment below being like uh, oh this is know. the best ever but yeah uh, it, yeah drunk facebooking is
0: not good it's not good. What would you put below a photo of beefaroni and spaghettios together? Uh, joygasm. <laughs> you wouldn't put beef, or, <laughs> beef a <or> yummy. <laughs> <laughs> Some <sort> of <laughs> that, that. That
1: sounds like an '80s kids commercial catchphrase. <laughs> they would just make shit up, like teenage
0: mutant turtle action figure van. It's ninja-rific. <laughs> it's like what's not a word? <laughs> yeah, you just made up a word, and now you're making me more excited about it. Yeah. Yeah, new Spaghetti O, meatball, beefaroni, ravioli combo. It's beef. It's wait. <laughs> it's beef a yummy. It's beef a yummy. <laughs>
1: and now you go. And now you go to your mom and say, "Hey, we need the new beefaroni, ravioli, spaghetti O like, combo because it's beef a yummy. Yeah,
0: it's beef a yummy." She's <laughs> <laughs> like, "My son's retarded." Yeah, it's like, "All right,
1: I got to sign Brad up for special ed now." He's walking around saying things like "beef a yummy." Ron, get the helmet. Get the helmet. Brad needs one.